Holy Spirit, sweet comfort to my soul, Holy Spirit, let your joy unfold, Lord of the promise, power of the highest. Spirit of glory, voice of the Lord, breathe on me. We are waiting, blessed master, blessed master, like the day of like the day of Pentecost, Pentecost. Let the wind blow fresh from heaven. Let the promised power be given. Lord of the promise, power of the highest, spirit of glory, voice of the Lord, sweet spirit, holy, holy spirit. Spirit, the Spirit, burning Spirit, holy, holy Spirit, true, true, speak the Spirit, the Spirit, breathe on me. afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host thank you for joining me i hope you're well i hope all is good with you in your world um this song was sang by oh i'm just realizing who sang the song that was it's called um, holy spirit by Dwayne starling um i'm just realizing i never really knew he was one that sang but um i think i'm used to the version that um um, the Jesse Mass Choir sang and I think I'm going to have to listen to this one again to see but it's a very powerful song because it talks about the Holy Spirit in a way that I know him to be and I think the Lord wants everyone to know him to be and the, the way most importantly it talks about the Holy Spirit as the word of God describes him to be and um, this person is singing it from a personal experience point of view and it's just a very powerful song it's actually 1987 it's a very old song i um, we sang it i was part of a member of a choir many years ago long before i got married as in long before long before anything and it was in my 20s and it was one of those songs that we i loved singing i loved you know 
was you weren't you weren't just ministering you were worshiping it was and I, I just you know the words and I think you know the last music we talked about the spirit of truth and I I have come to really start appreciating the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life I've been talking about him a lot for the past few um, weeks and days and yesterday he did another one of his really really cute things where you know I I've started wearing a knee brace on my left knee because it acts up every now and then and um, it's something I you know I have to deal with and if I have to go out for a you know let's just say I've started wearing it a bit more frequently and it's very difficult to get one that really really does the job like holds the knee tightly the way you need it and um, sometimes they wear out I found out that they've started wearing out pretty fast maybe because I'm using it more and so I ordered a new he'd been telling me reminding me by order him he said order he'd been telling me like for these weeks I was procrastinating forgetting eventually I did the order and I didn't realize that he was saying that because he knew that I had a public event that would require me to be on my feet literally all day and I would need the brace and by the time I then ordered I realized I was too late for that event to for that to happen you know i wasn't mindful of the deadline but he remembered he had been reminding me for like weeks and then funny enough as of when he was reminding me the knee brace i was using was still functional so i thought i still had a good knee brace so there was no need there was no urgency but literally the day before the event that knee brace failed as in i wore it out and i came back knowing that i might as well just have taken a, a, a piece of cloth and tied it to my knee it had completely failed it was slack it was loose it was there was no grip and everything about a knee brace if you ever used one it, it has to have a grip in the right places it lost that grip and i didn't know until the day after so as I, and i was just like oh my goodness i'm going to be on my feet tomorrow and i don't have a knee brace ah, i was like oh i wish i had listened all the time i was being prompted to make this order and it's coming you can't believe it's coming from amazon in the u.s because i mean i have bought a lot around here they don't even have my size you know it's just been awful so i had to i had to go online and then while i was in the car on the way out i heard that there was a delivery at my house and i said to myself it's like in fact the only reason to me is your braces i was like wow the braces have come you know but i was like it's so soon it wasn't supposed to come until next week I was like, this is, how is this, this as in my brace literally failed today. How, how is it possible that the new ones arrived? So I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I was like, oh, this Holy Spirit, this is you. Because he said to me, it's your braces. And there was something else that I ordered before the braces that should have arrived before the braces. That hadn't arrived. These braces literally came in four days early and for just in time for when I needed it. But I still wasn't sure. I wasn't at home. So I was hoping that it was the braces, but it was also possible it was the other order that had nothing to do with braces. But by the time I got home, when I saw the package, it didn't come in the Amazon box. I said, oh, it's not Amazon. It must be the other order. Forgetting that, I ordered, the people I, um, I didn't order from Amazon, Amazon store. I'm, I ordered from the third-party suppliers. And, you know, I'm not really, I'm new to this, so I didn't realize that it's only when you ship from Amazon that it comes in the Amazon box. I thought all their orders come in the box. So, um... I then said, oh, it's not the knee brace. And then I went to the kitchen in disappointment, you know. And then the spirit said to me, it is your knee brace. Then I went back and opened the box. And guess what? The knee braces were there. I ordered three different types in case, you know, hoping that this one would work. All three came just the night before I needed them for a full day event where I would be on my feet. And I needed not to worry. I was going to be climbing stairs. 
as in this was this I, I was like I was so overwhelmed I said Holy Spirit this is you you know he knew he knew I was going to need this he'd been prompting me for weeks and then he increased the prompts I it came in just the night before I mean my feet the kind of strain I would have been under today I don't even know how I would have coped it's very likely I would have had, you know, an, I mean, an incident of sorts. So, he's just very sweet. I said, you know, I, just, I was just like, I just blew him a kiss. I was like, Holy Spirit, thank you. You knew. Well, you knew my brace was going to fail. As in, literally, that brace now, I'm, 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 I'm just, I, I don't want to throw it away, you know. It's, it's, it's useless. It's useless. Failed, literally, yesterday. But the Holy Spirit knew, and he had been prompting me. So, this song, I think, reflects what I say about him and you know Jesus said when Jesus was leaving the earth he said to us that it is better for you that I go that if I do not go the Holy Spirit will not come back to you for Jesus to say it is better that he should go I mean Jesus was the epitome of love and kindness he was you know the express image of the father I mean it was it would be lovely to be in any anywhere Jesus was there was hope there was joy there was deliverance there was freedom there was liberty there was healing there was deliverance you know Everywhere he went, literally, he made people happy. The only people that were unhappy with Jesus were the people who had conflict of interest. You know, people who who it was it was it was so. I mean, let's just say they were evil people. You know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. But everywhere Jesus went, which is why crowds followed him everywhere. People gathered, left their daily job, their family, left everything else they were doing. And gathered. It wasn't like he was having meetings on Sundays. He was, people were following him around during the days of the week. They were leaving their fields. They were leaving their sheep. They were leaving their fish in the markets. They were leaving their stalls. Leaving their cobbler's shoes. Whatever it is they were doing. Leaving their flocks. They were literally setting their lives aside to listen to a man that talked more about God. That was who Jesus was on earth. And that same Jesus, seeing the impact that his life had, the hope, the hope that he gave to people. You know, I've come to realize when the scripture says we are saved by hope, honestly, we all think that we live by oxygen, water, all those things, they are secondary life sources, primary life sources, hope. That's what I've come to see. When people say he has given up hope, <coughs> I've seen, <coughs> excuse me, I've seen many people, you, you, you literally see their lives tumble down into a spiral the minute they lose hope. So many times, I mean, I've had some situations whereby, you know, my husband and I, we've had conversations about family members who you can see sort of like doing, running around in circles and not really making any progress with their lives. But we are both agreed that, well, it is better to for them to continue to have hope that the things that they are doing will work out even when it doesn't, so long as it's not dangerous to anybody. Um, because if they do not have any hope, if you are unable to, if you take that hope away from them and you're unable to replace it, then you have an even worse scenario, as bad as it sounds. You're actually saved by hope. So Jesus was a giver of hope. Yet he said, it's better for me that I go. And why he said that was because he could only be physical in one place. But what the Holy Spirit does is that he replicates everything that Jesus was, but rather than, and is, but rather than him being restricted to just being in one place. I mean, you saw when Jesus was alive, people kept calling him, come and see my daughter, my daughter is sick, or speak the word only and my servant will be healed. I mean, he was limited. People were literally dragging him left, right and center. He had to, he couldn't, he had to really 
in fact, as they say, there was a time he even took a boat and went into the water just to get away from the crowds. They were like, as if they would not allow him to do anything. So he was limited in his time on earth, limited by the physical body, which all of us can live with. Like we always say, you cannot be in two places at the same time. Jesus couldn't, even though he was still God and omnipresent, but his, he was limited into a physical body. In fact, I'm now wondering, why would Jesus, why did he even subject himself to that? I, 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 I don't even understand. Anyway. So he said he would send back a Holy Spirit that will not will be present here. Holy Spirit is on assignment here on earth, but it's not limited to being in a physical body. So he can be anywhere, everywhere, doing anything at every time and still manifest the same things that Jesus was doing. The only difference is that now, because he's not a physical human being, you will have to release with him by faith, by love and by trust. So there's a higher faith level that is required to work with the Holy Spirit than there is to work with Jesus, I would say, than the physical Jesus, I would say. If you're able to work with um, Jesus spiritually, then you can work with the Holy Spirit as well. But if you're the kind of person like Doubting Thomas who needed to see, you know, like a hole in the hands and all that, then you need a higher level of faith to work with the Holy Spirit because he's physically not here. So, which is why I think some of us sometimes struggle when it says things like me was telling me, you know, although I knew it was him because he kept prompting me. I knew. I knew it wasn't my mind telling me because my mind was like, ah, okay, I'll do it later. My mind was actually procrastinating. So it wasn't my mind reminding me. It was the Holy Spirit. But what I didn't know, my mind didn't know that my knee braces were going to fail. Because if I knew they were, of course, I would have ordered it, I would have prioritized, dropped everything and did it. But because I felt I still have a functional knee brace, but now, I mean, the new ones have come in, the grip, I mean, it's like, in fact, there are three of them, I haven't even bothered to open the other ones because the first one I've opened, well, the second one I opened actually worked so well that I was like, wow. So I've left the third one, I've put it away. And we'll wait for these ones to, you know, stretch out a bit before I then decide maybe I will need the other one. But by God's grace, I may not even need it. Maybe now is the time to actually even talk to God about let's I'm you know, healing and all that. But what I'm trying to say is that He's everything that this song says He is. If you don't know the song, I'll say please go to YouTube and just Google Holy Spirit, sweet comfort to my soul. The song will come out. You can listen to it. It's very powerful. And if you're ever going through periods where there is anxiety and things just seem to be spiraling out of control just praise i like the version by the jesse mass choir that really um was very powerful so i'll just run through this word it says holy spirit sweet comfort to my soul holy spirit let your joys unfold it now says lord of the promise and he's now talking to god here power of the highest he's talking about the holy spirit and if you notice that power of the highest was used by the angel Gabriel when he was talking to Mary about how the Holy, about how Jesus would be born. He told her there's a child in your womb, um, you know, that you're going to have a, a child. And then she said, I don't know any man. I am a virgin. How will this be? And he says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest shall overshadow you. So the Holy Spirit is the power of the highest, the highest being the most high God. He now says, spirit of glory. Also, spirit of glory is used to describe the Bible, I mean, describe the Holy Spirit of the Bible. It says, voice of the Lord. Yes, because he speaks the truth of the Father. Jesus said this repeatedly about the Holy Spirit, that he does not speak of himself, and that the spirit of truth will guide you into all the truth. And now says, breathe on me. Wow. Breathe on me. That's what I like. Because the breath of the Holy Spirit is the breath of life. In the beginning... The word of God says, in the beginning was the word of God. I'm no, um, in the beginning it says, um, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. 
and the spirit of God moved over the surface of the waters. That's how he does. And God said, let there be light and there was light. So before God said, before there was light, the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. And he created this beautiful, glorious and majestic earth. So when he says, Holy Spirit, breathe on me. Wow. Just imagine that breath. It's a breath of life. He now says, we are waiting. Verse 2. Blessed Master, just like the day of Pentecost. Let the wind blow fresh from heaven. Let the promised power be given. This is really deep. And I'm coming out in goosebumps as I'm saying this. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of power. He's not a spirit that just comes, you know, just to be around. He's not vibing. He comes with power. When he came on the day of Pentecost, people were speaking in tongues. Miracles were happening. When he showed up in, 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 uh, in, on Genesis 1, light came. The Bible says that how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all oppress- oppressions of the enemy for God was with him. Acts 10, that says, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of power. Acts 1 says, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be witnesses. The power to witness is the power to heal, the power to save, the power to deliver. It's not a power of man, it's the power of God released by his spirit. So as sweet, as quiet, as gentle as he is, he's powerful. He says, breathe on me. And as a sweet spirit, holy Holy Spirit, mighty, your spirit, the spirit, that he goes, burning spirit, yeah, because there's a fire. The Holy Spirit comes with fire. He inspires, invokes the passion for God, for the things of God. And that fire burns out every darkness, every evil. The Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Light and darkness cannot coexist. Once the Spirit of God started hovering on the face of the water, and God said, let there be light, light came. And the darkness was no more. So in every situation that we face in our lives, where there may be darkness, where there may be emptiness, the kind of void, that is described in Genesis chapter 1. What do we need? We need the Holy Spirit to come and hover, breathe upon us, just like it's written in this song. And I would say, as I know that the Lord is speaking to me, that on all the areas in my life, the thoughts of my heart, the pains, the sorrows, the emptiness, the fears, the anxiety, I do not need anything more than the Spirit, the presence of the Spirit of God. I will just leave it there for now. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a